<laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. That is quickly becoming my favorite thing to hear because it means there's a new episode and we haven't been canceled. <laughs> We're still a little afraid that we're going to get canceled. What's up, ladies, gentlemen, and others? My name is Terrell, and we're back for another week of Binge. We are at Scumbag Studios, and today's guest uh, has actually never done the podcast before and is currently mesmerized by all the things that are in the studio on the walls and what have you. Uh, Peter Bedgood, what's going on, bud? There's so much to look at in here. <laughs> yeah, Rick Shaw had a had a blast looking around. He was just kind of like, look at all your nerd shit. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for you to go out and uh, meet with, uh, oh, what's his face? Unloading meats guy. Oh, uh, Jared. Uh, yeah, Jared. Yeah, you're going to have fun I saw. There. I keep seeing his post and I'm like... Oh, yeah. Man, I feel like it's when he invites me out, I'm going to be a fucking just absolute nerd about everything that's <laughs> yeah. in there. Be like, yeah. actually, that's from episode 16. Right. That's great. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's an amazing collection. What are you up to these days, man? Uh, Blue Whale this weekend. It is this weekend. It's this weekend. Uh, this episode will come out tomorrow, so Friday. So tonight actually is supposed to be the yeah, opening night. The opening night going on at like Lowdown and all those places. And then tomorrow kicks off the, you know, annual. Let's get to it, sort of thing with uh, yeah. Oklahomies and all that. Um, are you on Blue Well this year? Yeah, I'm doing a five thirty opening for KC. Uh, KC, um, hold uh, on, am I, do I need to pull this up? Yeah, okay. Uh, Sharmina. Sh- Sh- uh, sure, hold on. You said it was on Friday. Friday, five thirty at Bob's side. Jordan Jensen. No. So Saturday. No, Saturday. What yeah, Casey Shornina. Casey Shornina. What is it? Shornina. Is it Shornima? Shor- I think it's Shornina. One of them is an M. Shor- okay, so Shornima. Shornima. Okay, K- so gotcha. it's Casey Shornima. I love that they, they, great. They, that she went with the two letters for the first name, but kept that last name, and it was just like, no, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that tells you that the, that the K and the C are probably long names. That's <laughs> You know, <laughs> that or she was just kind of like, I be. feel like that first name is really problematic with the C A S E Y or however. But now we're just going to do the letters. What about the last name? Fuck them. That's yeah, it. They'll figure it out. <laughs> they'll figure the fuck I'm out. I'm not going by K C S for America. <laughs> Fucking America. Just well, let's see. Something. Let's see if I can get a good one. Oh. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> Mountain stream. And if you want great sounds like that to advertise your product, I'll give you the email address at the end of the fucking podcast. All right. Now I'll open mine. There you go. Cramps. <laughs> that was spot on. That was fucking spot on. From the annals of time. <laughs> Mountain stream. <laughs> Do you know that Mountain Dew was originally created as a mixer for moonshine? I heard something like that. I like think that's why, like the original logo was a hillbilly. Was a was a was a backwoods fella. Yeah, yeah. and I was just like, I didn't know that. And then, uh, you know, you learn stuff, and you just sort of pack it away in your brain until you need it again. Yeah, yeah, that's good shit. A quiet moment at a party. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kind of like, hey, so you guys know where salt come from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
No, I yeah, that's basically me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot how a lot of comedians start. I, I did was just like dull moments at my parents' parties. Like somebody not like if there is a lull, I feel like comedians are like my time to shine. <laughs> like, <laughs> Let me feel that. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Speaking of comedians and uh, awkward silences and uh, awkwardness, we recently did a show together at a clothing store. Oh, my God. At the racks. That was the best I have ever seen you do. <laughs> and, it, and it was the most uncomfortable <laughs> room. We're, we're in a sneaker You talk store. about where somebody shines. Like, yeah. if I get into a room and it's uncomfortable for other people, I'm like, yeah. I'm about to fucking kill in here. <laughs> I wish Lace... Uh, uh, we just did Sperry. We did a, a pop-up yeah. show for Looney Bin out in Sperry. Oh, okay. And... You know, it's a it's a tough room. Like you got to win it over fast because right. it's full of like uh, redneck, like uh, very strongly opinionated. people. Right, they have things to say about Bud Light. And, yeah. yeah, and and they're not always exactly what you think they are. But even if right. they aren't, they're still very strong. Yeah, they still have the opinion, and very you will listen opinions. to it. Like, yeah. yeah. So they, it's almost like a room full of Italians. Like you got to win them <laughs> over fast. You got to be loud and get. I think within the last two minutes, you've offended small towns and Italians. Let's just see how we can. Let's just rack up a tally mark. You know what I mean? Like, let's go for it. You know what New Jersey people smell like? (laughs) Oh, no. Now we got a state involved. Yes. (laughs) God damn it. Yeah, uh, uh, so Blue Whale's coming up. You're right. (laughs) Well, uh, no, how did the Sperry show go? Oh, so the Sperry show is like, it, it was cool. Uh, but, yeah, but like it, it started off, you know, a little rough because like we we got there and it was JB Watkins and Lacey and myself. Okay, and it, the we got there and this local drunk who was awesome. He's a great guy. He's like, <laughs> I'm Wavy Davy. I'm like, you're are you the Wavy Davy? Right. And like, goes, wait. No, my name's not David. <laughs> I was like, okay, so what are you talking about? So what are I'm we doing? I'm Wavy Davy, <laughs> and I'm going to be your host. And I said, well, we brought a host with us. And he's like, well, I'll host the host. And then when the host is done, I'll get up and I'll host the next person. And then when they're done, I'll host the third person. So basically two features and a headliner. And yeah. this guy's like, I'm bumping you up. Like, yeah. that's- <laughs> And then the owner comes over and he's like, I'm going to start off with some announcements. And we're like, okay, so this is going to be like 20 minutes of no laughs before we get the first comedian. Right, like, and guys, don't fuck around. Yeah. We will kick you out. That has always been my favorite thing. It's a PG-13 show, by the way. Oh, no. Oh, no. So then when we get there. The best is when I get invited to those. Yeah. Because I'm like, you obviously have not seen me do comedy before, and they'll go, "Okay, by the way, church, do you? yeah, like you, you should probably not say fuck." And I go, "If that was possible, yeah. I would do that." Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> we both wish that could happen. <laughs> yeah, every time they've been like, "It's a clean show," I'm like, "Oh, what am I gonna do?" You what? should call my mom. Yeah, <laughs> ask her how she lived with it. <laughs> I sort of got like I got put on a clean show. I get up there. Uh, like to the to the venue. No one has told me anything about this, by the way. They just said, "Hey, yeah. you're booked on this day, whatever." I said, "Cool," and I said, "How much time am I doing?" They said, "You're you're going to do about twenty minutes." And I said, "Perfect." So I've got it mapped out. I'm like, "All right, 
So I'm going to open with this, and then, and then of course, it's me. So I'm like, and I'm thinking either I'm going with the miscarriage bit or maybe the uh, anal shit story. I'm not really sure. I'm kind of in between. And then I get there, and then I could just, go either way. Yeah, it could go either way. You know, life is a two-sided coin. I'm Let's gonna read the room. <laughs> this definitely seems like a miscarriage crowd. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> you guys are a miscarriage. Crowd. <laughs> you guys definitely seem like you're into the occult a little bit. I'll tell you my Ouija board bit. I got get you. This. Uh, and so, like, I get there, and I'm talking like five minutes before ready to go, and I'm the host. This was years ago. And he comes up and he just goes, okay, so yeah, just to review the rules with you real quick, I'm sure somebody told you, but uh, yeah, we don't swear here. And I go, he didn't, he didn't just say, Where don't say fuck. This? this was out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, no. It, you know how it is when you first start out. It's like they oh, asked no. and I said, yes. That is not nice. He goes, no swearing, not don't say fuck. I couldn't say shit. I didn't like son of a bitch would have got me banned for life from this no place. Swearing. So I go, you know what? Okay. I got up there and I didn't take the mic out of the stand, first of all, because I was paralyzed. I didn't know. I was like, I can't. I don't. I don't remember the last time I've gone that long without they swearing. They might as well just make you take your pants down <laughs> and just spank your wiener in L- front of Listen, everyone. just start wiggling your dick around. Uh, We'd like to watch you. That's really what we're about around here. We'll pay you $50. It was so small of a place that if I heard a banjo, I'd have been gone, yeah. dude. Like, fucking, at record speed. That's, that's what it was like in Sperry at a little bit, first. Yeah. But then by the end of it, like, I was surprised. Like, it, like they were cool. They were amazing. Good. And they were like... They they swarmed around. I us. think that that like, small town thing back. is like that defense mechanism. You know what I mean? Just oh, kind yeah. of one of those like, hey, um, we can see that you're judging us already, and mm-hmm. uh, we don't fucking like it. And it's kind of like okay, but then once you actually do well, most of the time they're kind of like, hey, we don't hate you, so come on back. <laughs> There's still a lot of racism. I believe it. Lots of it. I heard a conversation out front that included. Words, yeah, <laughs> that you don't hear right. in Tulsa. You kind of forget about them yeah. a little bit, and then you kind of hear it, and it's kind of excuse what? Whoa, <laughs> yeah. that I forgot. That just happened. I forgot. That was a hard G. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. No, and it was funny because uh, going to small towns, doing a set, and it was funny. Me and a, another comic. Wait, I'm trying to remember who it was. I think I remember who it was, but I don't at the same time. Anyway, I told the story about like being called uh, a particular word, yeah. and I was just kind of like, oh, fuck me. I didn't know that was in your set, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like one of those. So I get up after him, and then I'm just kind of like, so just so you guys know, I'm not going to use uh, any you know negative slurs towards entire groups of people. And I just hear a dude in the middle of the crowd just go, pussy. I was yeah. just kind of like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that was the nice thing. They did tell us PG-13. Right. Because the loony bin was putting it on. But when we got out there, yeah. Wavy Davey got up there, he dropped the F-bomb like four times in the first <laughs> sentence. And we were like all, JB, Lacey, and I all looked at each other with like this huge collective sigh. Like, oh, thank oh, God. We're, we're okay. <laughs> this is going to be a lot easier. Well, because like I, for people out there that don't know what it's like to be a comic that like, you know, you have your set. Like you, you know exactly how this yeah. is going to go. It's set. It, it, that's why it's called that. Yeah. And, and then you get somebody that's just kind of like, hey. We don't abide too kindly to the F word around here. And Change like, everything you do. You're like, mother flipper. <laughs> I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, yeah it's, it's if it's a birthday party at a church, it's one thing. But if you're doing a bar out in the middle of nowhere, dude, and they tell you at the place, like at the like five minutes before yeah. the guy comes up and like even like put his hand on my shoulder uh-huh. as like a reassuring, like, hey, they probably already told you. I'm like, nobody told me uh-huh. fucking anything, yeah. and this is gonna suck. Yeah, and it did. It was one of my worst shows just because it was just like the, even the audience was just kind of like, I feel like this feller is uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he needs a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you got that good skunk weed on you? Give that to him real quick. He seems like one of them. <laughs> Somebody give this man a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Not Bud Light, though. Not in our fucking house. Dude. Try that in a small hole. <laughs> what a fucking piece of shit that guy is. Anyway. Fucking Jason Aldean. I, I Jason feel- Aldean, isn't he the one that, that wrote... Uh, uh, um, if you're like back roads, if you're relying on my knowledge of this fucking person, you're shit out of luck, dude. I Man, until I just, this whole thing happened, I I think he wrote a really good hit that I liked a lot. It was about I'll it, take it your was word like for one it. of those rap country songs, right? It broke down into a rap like halfway through. Oh. It was like back. It was it was red dirt. It was like eh. back roads. It was all about rapping and so, rapping about his so truck and his beer. Once again, hype words, and then he wore a cowboy hat and yeah. every, every hick in the fucking city. By the way, every hick in the city, fucking rednecks in the country, like the real rednecks, they don't fuck with these guys. They're still fucking listening to Merle Haggard and Johnny Cash. Yeah. So whenever they're like, yeah, this is real country, I'm like, you might want to go talk to people they're, who live in the country. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've got the equivalent of hipsters. Like country yeah. has its equivalent. No, like uh, I have cousins that are fucking yeah. country hipsters. Right? They w- like they wear the fucking clothes yeah. and they drive trucks. But it's like you live in California. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's it's just the lifestyle that they've chosen. And really, I think they're cosplaying like, in my mind. Like the it's whole just- <laughs> the whole Jason Aldean thing is just like wrestling to me. It's just like well, wrestling. They I don't get the fans all hyped up, right? But the at the same time, does. I don't think there's a whole lot of wrestlers who do their interviews at the site of a lynching. So, you know, it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Yeah. The video that they shot, uh, from what I understand, the video was shot at the location of a lynching, like back in the day. That's what he's hinting at in the entire song. Like, try that in a small town, see what happens. He's he's commenting on, like, it's really fucked up, oh, to yeah. be honest. And it reminds so, me of that uh, song by uh, Billy Holiday called Strange Fruit Grows on the Mississippi Trees. It, that is, actually, that's, yeah, that's ex- I thought this was going to be a joke. Well done, Peter. No, <laughs> that's, that's a fucking that's, haunting song. That's a very haunting yeah. song. Because, like, even just the, yeah, we, we won't get too music nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, this one, though, was in favor of said fruit, whereas yeah. Billy yeah, Holiday's yeah. was more like, Maybe stop doing that yeah, to my yeah. entire race of people. It was a negative. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like, try that fruit. <laughs> try growing that fruit on this tree. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ. No, no. Maybe this is the one. Maybe this, this is, is the canceled the one. Yeah. This is the one that it's like, hey, we're not going to run I'm your podcast anymore. Yes. anymore. <laughs> why do you, why, well, why are we doing it this way? Hey, you know what you did. Like, that's. <laughs> No, but uh, so we talked. We had to. Don't get me wrong. We had to talk about it when you got here, but uh, you did pick a show, and you picked a you picked a big one. A controversial. Yeah, you picked you picked a a gnarly show to talk about. Call me. (laughs) So you picked Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad picked me. Yeah. Well, 
Breaking Bad, I thought it was about a dad teaching his son to drive. That's... I, I, I thought Turns out there's more to it. Yeah, I thought it was about a dude throwing pizzas, but yeah, that was just the one part. <laughs> that was about a guy who wasn't a very good uh, break dancer. <laughs> he bought he bought the big old he bought the Butterfuco pants. He got the cardboard down, was, and then he was just like, "Oh fuck, I didn't. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to pop or walk. Oh god damn it! Yeah." <laughs> I'm Daniel Balderas' dad. I love the idea of somebody starting to be like, no, that's not the idea. And it's like someone that interrupts with like, yeah. And then and they're just like, no, it's a guy about a guy who gets cancer and then lives his dream as a break dancer. I'm ahead no, of you. No, let me finish. No, we, okay. So he can't pay for his cancer treatments. And then so he enters Prostitute. a break dance. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, is, pretty woman, so, is this pretty woman? Yes, and then he gets AIDS. No, that's Dallas Buyers Club. I'm you again. <laughs> Weird, this is the dumbest conversation I've ever had. I've been trying to tell this guy about a movie I saw yesterday yeah. for four hours now. <laughs> He's written two screenplays. And he just knows shit. Ooh, ooh, and then what? <laughs> you know what they should have done? Are you about to comment on one do. of the greatest fucking shows ever and what they should have done? Yeah. Oh, those people are fun. When you're like, oh, yeah, no. Or the ones that really piss me off. Weed does that, though. <laughs> if you take a hit of the right philosopher weed, you'll be right. like, you know what the Statue of Liberty should have been? <laughs> Juggling. I like, I like that you're just apparently an old man. For the... No, I'm holding it in. <laughs> okay. You know, what's the stoner's favorite body part? What? Ear. <laughs> Ear, dude. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> no, the ones that piss me off are the ones that if you're like super psyched about a show, like Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad, they're like, never seen it. Never seen an episode. And it's somehow like they're proud of it and yeah. it's part of their personality. I'm kind of like, oh, man, I right. hate people like that. My friend, he's like, oh. I, I can't do it. So you're telling me you've never seen Seinfeld? Nope. Right. No, nope. not never. one episode. No, even better isn't You've even. You've never seen who's on it. Right. <laughs> nope, I don't even know who Seinfeld is. I don't know what. It, I don't know anything about nothing, man. Um, I don't know nothing about a show about the nothing. fucking the 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 level of just kind of like, oh, you watch that? Yeah, I'm so proud. <laughs> I'm like, I'll fucking drown you, dude. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> My friend Mark is like that. <laughs> I asked Mark Beat one time, "Do you see what you. that guy's T-shirt said?" And he said. I don't read T-shirts. What a fucking weird oh, line the in the worst, sand. Worst person. <laughs> worst person. I think Which, everyone has to have at least one yeah, friend least one. that you're like, you are a, a terrible person. You're an albatross. I fucking hate you. <laughs> anyway, what are you doing Friday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't ever call me again. Yeah. And then two weeks later, I haven't heard from you in a hey, while. Hey, man, you still doing good? <laughs> Oh yeah, you're still going strong in this not watching popular television thing that you're doing. All right, my my 78 year old roommate. He, you have a 78 year old room. There are a lot of flies in here. I noticed that. This yeah, is a, that's this weird. Is like a, maybe we're in their podcast. That oh, to be a fly so, on the wall so, for their podcast. Uh, tell you know? us about what it's like being you. <laughs> I love that you think I'm uh, interesting to other species besides like a handful of humans. Uh, tell us a little about yourself. <laughs> Someone to like being a comedian. <laughs> it's troublesome. <laughs> no, like I, I feel like though with <laughs> with TV and what all the stuff that people are like, they take that line in the sand, like make it their personality. They've never seen it. It's always just kind of like, yeah. I feel like you just hadn't seen it for a little while. 
and then just kind of doubled down and we're just kind of like, you know what? It's a little too late now, so I'm, I'm going to act like this. Thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to act like this was my decision that I decided not to do. It's like, you know, HBO Max isn't that much. You you can it's fine if you don't. I'll give you the password. You can be on mine. Like <laughs> people have offered to torrent it for me. <laughs> yes. Oh right, seventy-eight uh, year old roommate. You have a seventy-eight year old roommate. Yeah, seventy-eight year old. I got roommate. real distracted on that one. He is. Uh, <laughs> he's amazing. He's a Vietnam vet. No shit. He was a JAG attorney during Vietnam. Survived that, but you should see him when we go to T-Mobile. <laughs> he first thing he says is Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, to, to absolutely no one, just a woman standing near the door. He just looks in her face and goes, "People are so fat." <laughs> I'm like Van, please don't don't stop, say things like that. It. It's not it. her fault. It's the government's. Oh my god, <laughs> Van, that's not helping. Just sit down. <laughs> sit down. I'll get you. A, I'll get you anything. Just I feel down. like any time an old person goes into what's wrong with insert here mm-hmm. is whenever anyone under a certain age just sort of shuts down, like listening wise. It's just kind of like, oh, okay, here we go. Uh, Motherfucker. <laughs> every day. He'll tell me the same thing. I'm like, dude, I've heard this diatribe you told at me least 1,200 times. I, had, uh, I was lucky enough that I got to meet my great-grandmother. She lived till I was about 10 or 11, somewhere on there. And I remember she would do this thing where she would start telling you a story. She'd be like, you know, one time back in 1947 or whatever. And you're sitting there going, Grandma, you've told me this story before. Have I? Yeah, I've, you told me three times. Well, all I'm hearing is there's two people I haven't told yet. Go find them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Van will say some. Van will say, um, "I'll say you've told me this story," and he'll say, "Well, good. It bears repeating." So anyhow, <laughs> and then doesn't miss a beat, just no. goes right back in. And into I it. just slowly drift away out of the room, <laughs> and I can just... hear him <laughs> as I'm walking out. I feel like you shouldn't sneak. Away or to that man, if he was in Vietnam, you know what I mean. He'll just kind of be like, ah! and then just you're dead, and that you you got nothing going for you after that. Like you it, snap your neck and you're in a wheelchair now. He is <laughs> he is the reason I don't drink. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen him <laughs> just get wasted. Yeah, it's a slow death. I mean, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I get it. It's yeah. medicine, dude. There, I've I've met so many, and the funniest part is when people comment on like my drinking or anything like that. I'm like, okay, no. Right. I, I, I've definitely tied one on at inappropriate times, and that was my fault, but I apologized after. and then, But then I'll go and I'll talk to somebody. They're like, I'm like, so what have you been doing, man? Oh, I just got off of like a four-day bender. I'm like, see, right there. I don't do that. Like that's. Like, <laughs> I, I, come with me. Talk yeah, with me. Yeah. Hey, real quick. I'm going to call somebody. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're going to talk to them. I need you to talk <laughs> yeah. to someone. Yeah. you got to call my mom. Tell her <laughs> yeah. how, how shitty Say your life exactly is. what you just said here and just like, I, yeah. I will point just to exactly you. exactly like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's so true. But like, I, I mean, I think it is like the individual choice you're just kind of like well i don't want to do this anymore that's why like if my friend i have friends that they went sober like completely sober and Uh there are no drugs no booze no nothing and they're just kind of like let me guess you're gonna give me shit i'm like why would i give you shit no that's more booze for me in the world yeah fucking thumbs up no i (laughs) i i always for for the first couple months i felt like i was uh i was suffering from uh fear of missing out oh good old fomo yeah like the the people at the bar were having the best fucking time oh every time and van and i I just couldn't hang around him and he does five bells every day from five till whenever he passes out jesus 
uh, when I when I was with him, it's like, well, there goes a whole bunch of time because I can't sit there and drink with you. I can't. And I, I can't I watch think, you. Who was it? I think it was Ryan Green had a bit where he was talking about like he switched to weed after he quit drinking, yeah, yeah. and he's just kind of like that's mainly because like you can smoke weed during the day. And, you know, all right, cool. And then once this wears off, we'll go do something else. It's yeah. fine. He goes, but if you get drunk in the middle of the day, that's your fucking day now. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, that's, that's not your some, career. Yeah, that's, that's just how today went. Hey, yeah. what's the date? Okay, mark it on the calendar. That day, I was just drunk all day. I X'd today out with a red marker, <laughs> basically. <laughs> it was noon, and it's already got an X through it. That's it's how like today's going. the words going. in the Bible that are written in red. <laughs> Those were on day drinking days. So they don't count, or they count extra. <laughs> I'm not sure how the Bible works. Yeah, I don't know who this Jesus guy was, but uh, yeah. He, nice guy. Apparently. Cute blonde. Cute. <laughs> Beautiful blue eyes. Don't know where that skin tone came from. It was weird. Olive complexion. <laughs> he I didn't look like Gandhi at all. Like yeah, I, I always think of, uh, it was a really underrated movie. It was called First Sunday. It had Ice Cube and Tracy Morgan in it, and they rob a church. And so they're walking down a hallway at one point, and like Tracy Morgan is scared, and he turns and he just goes, "Oh, white Jesus!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a picture of a fucking Jesus, and you're like, "White Jesus!" White Jesus. I was shooting a movie in Anderson, uh, Indiana, mm -hmm. a small. Um, it's got a small university called Anderson University, which is a conservative Christian school. Of we course, were shooting there. And we're we're shooting in this chapel. Were, were you shooting like a, a PSA for Christian colleges? Like, no, it was actually it was a movie that went to Sunday. It's not a sin if you don't move your dick in. Like it's <laughs> it's not Mormon. Nothing that fun. No, this was this was nothing that fun. This was like from the area of the country that produces people like uh, David Letterman. Ah, very like kind of that that Midwest milk toast. Gotcha. Uh, brilliant, funny, almost Canadian sense of humor. Right. So very dry. So even though the, it was super like dry, a, like yeah, yeah, like a conservative Christian school, but like with with a, an appreciation for like Monty Python, and like they, a, like a Christian a school, but they're also kind of like, ah, we don't take it that seriously. Yeah, they <laughs> la they laughed at ORU. Perfect. Yeah, they thought that was just mad. <laughs> so does everyone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh my god, this is really a crazy school up here. It, it's just like. <laughs> they have a, a chapel you can go to, and and so we were filming in there. Right. And I'm standing next to this classic Jesus painting, and I'm like, "Why is that? <laughs> that is that real?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, that's the real one. All the ones that you've seen all your life that have been on like memorials or like yeah. pamphlets about Jesus, and it's that famous painting. He yeah. went here." And he painted that in the 50s. Jesus went there? That's awesome. Jesus went to this What an alma mater. And did a self-portrait in the <laughs> arts program. Got a C on it. <laughs> but turned around. He actually turned entered. Turned his life around. Yeah, he entered a Jesus lookalike contest and got yeah. third. It was weird. Like, it was like, <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> that's real. Uh, we should both I think, race I, to the patent office now <laughs> about this movie, about <laughs> Jesus entering it. About Jesus in college. I love weird movies. All right, we I'm a big fan. I, I really like. I'm weird, a big fan. Like Eternal Sunshine was definitely one of. It my was a weird one, favorites. but at the same time, it it had that emo element. So yeah, every emo, it was kid, emotional around the MySpace time. That was yeah. every, every emo kid's favorite. But movie. like since then, like everything all at everything everywhere all at once. I have not seen that yet. Very similar in its I, weirdness. I was told though that it's like it's amazing, and yeah. so I was like, okay, I <laughs> this is how bad it is now. 
I have the DVD. I own the DVD, and I still I haven't <laughs> fucking watched it yet. Like I own the pants. I've never <laughs> worn them. I own my Butterfuco pants. Don't you bring up my Butterfuco <laughs> pants? <laughs> my Z Cavaricis. <laughs> I have kangaroo shoes with a little pocket, and I put my lunch money in there. <laughs> if I just want to keep my Jankos in the box, I'm just keeping I'm just my Jankos in the box. It. It's right next to my Kangol hat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part is there's somebody in like their very early 20s going, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about at all. They're wearing a Kangol hat, <laughs> but it's it, it's like some knockoff. All they really did was just rename all the other shit. Like, come on. <laughs> Although Jinkos never really came back. They just kind of... You just wait. Go to inner... I mean... um. Uh, oh, I'm sure there's like a called? niche club or something. What's that? Store on Peoria on Brookside. Uh, on, Brooks, on Brookside? Or, or, I, do I look like I go to Brookside? <laughs> to drink. Oh, okay. You got me there. <laughs> at the roundabout. Or, or at a... Fucking warehouse? Yeah. <laughs> roundabout. Remember roundabout? I kind of remember roundabout. Uh, <laughs> but that just means it was a good place to go drink because I kind of remember it. That was a day drinking place. <laughs> Dude, and then there's that's a... Like, that's like Orpha's. I, I feel like you can kind of tell a lot about a person by where they drink. Oh, yeah. Uh, Everything. And I think with I, this is Are kind of... Kaz's kind of yeah. person? Ooh, Kaz's... No, no, no. Uh, I'm, I'm much more of a Valkyrie kind of person. Yeah, okay. I'm, a, I'm an Arnie's guy. Yeah, so, Arnie's yeah. guys can be hit or miss, though. That's very Arnie's true. Guys, Trust me, I know Arnie's all of them. Arnie's guys <laughs> are not as um, easily... Uh, uh, Identifiable? As Arnie's girls. Ooh, very true. You know, because Arnie's guys can be the range. But Arnie's girls, it says something about you if, you, oh, yeah. if you're a... If you can survive yeah. Arnie's as a girl and not just be like, I'm you're a tough. Back. You're a tough broad, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's how you have to say that yeah. term. You're a tough broad. Yeah. Because even like... Fucking van at seventy eight years old is gonna be like that's a tough broad. Oh yeah, <laughs> but like yeah, I had one guy. We were talking about this. Uh, I also drink at the max because you know. Well, that says something different. That I says have, you like to have fun while you. I have drink. mental illness, so it's good that if I get distracted, it's like ooh pinball, and you know that's fun. But uh, we were talking about it, and this guy goes, "Yeah, I don't really drink around here very often." I go, "Where do you drink?" He goes, "Orphos," and I go, "Oof, yep." Like that was <laughs> that was just oof. That's yeah. a rough one, bud. One time I went to Orpha's with uh, Isaac Witty, and it was during the day, and we took some um, acid, and we went there, and uh, and he played on, on the jukebox, uh, This is the rhythm of the night. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the rhythm of the... Just, and everyone in there is hunched over. Right. You know, chain smoking, <laughs> just the color of manila envelopes. Yeah. Like, the like, the walls are just and it's like mm, 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 this I, is a rhythm rhythm I, rhythm rhythm. I feel like the place has been open for so long and people have smoked so much in it that the square footage has been affected by the amount of nicotine coming off the oh, walls. Yeah. Like they recently did like a like a like a remodel, right? Yeah. Uh, but before that, I remember going in there. They had like very strict rules that it was like okay, at like eight a.m. you can come in. But you can't have any liquor until, like, 9. You have to drink your breakfast you first. Just, so drink beer, but then once 9 hits, then you can start doing shots. So we did an all-nighter because, you know, not everyone was born perfect. 
And we had gone to this. My father was a minister. <laughs> so we'd been on an all nighter. Funny you should mention that. My father was an asshole. So essentially, we went to this party. Come and, see, come see. <laughs> you know, one side of the coin and the other. Uh, and so we went to this party. We have a good old time. And we partook of substances that keep you awake for a while, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Red Bull. <Yeah>. And, uh, <laughs> and so then we get there and they, they tell us straight up, like, the bartender was. Like, serious about it. Like, looked us dead in the eye and goes, boys, you can have beer. And we were like, are we getting cut off already? Like, what's happening? And he goes, no, no, no. Eight o'clock, we open. From eight to nine, you can have beer. You can't have no, you can't have no liquor. And I was just kind of like, all right, man. So at nine, though, we can have shots. He goes, yeah, that motherfucker had our shots lined up at 8.59 and was just kind of like, wait for it. Wait for it. The second it it turned nine o'clock, we took our fucking shots. And it was just, this is the weirdest rule. But you know what? I also respect how, how like, absolute it was. It was like, no, no. She was hanging on to the last shred of of social, you know. He goes, we don't got a lot of rules around here. So when we get one, I take it pretty seriously. This this sweater is holding together by one thread, man. (laughs) Please, would you guys just drink beer for an hour? Is that too much to ask? You know at least one to probably about, he's probably worked there for years. So at least like half a dozen days, he's coming in and be like, you know the fucking rules. No way I'm not giving you a goddamn shot at 8.15. Larry, I will fuck you up. Like that's <laughs> Don't ask. Like, Don't ask. I you sh- ask me again, you're not drinking at all. Can you imagine getting kicked out of a bar at 8.30 in the morning? Orpha's used to be known as the place to go get shiv. Not shivved. Uh, uh, syringed. Because mm, yep. someone got syringed. We, I remember there. that day I opened the door to the bathroom and a guy fell out. Like, he had been leaning against the door after he shot up, and he fell onto the floor. And That the, bathroom that you sink down, you walk yeah, down into? I was just like, I don't even know how that's possible. And then I looked, and he was like, he was huge. He was like 6'5". Oh, wow. And, and I was just kind of like, oh, fuck. The bartender comes around the bar, grabs the guy, and goes, I told you not to do that shit! And then chucked him out. I go, that guy shot up in your bathroom before, and you let him come back? And he goes, hey, he tipped really, really well. So, you know, I was like, wow. oh, I get it. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so th- this this story is, is about someone syringing someone else. They put oh, I don't something like that. in their syringe, and they syringe. They they threaten. They're like, "Give me your money, or I'll syringe you." This is AIDS in it. <clears throat> yeah, it was in the news. Uh, that happened recently. Did it? Yeah, you know Pee Wee. Yeah, Pee Wee went to oh, jail no. again. Pee Wee went to jail again for threatening to spit on somebody and give them AIDS. Yeah. And so the cops show up and they go, Pee Wee, what are you fucking doing? Look. I need some place to sleep tonight. Yeah, TPD will not respond to a Pee Wee call, nope. as they say, unless it's serious. And this person was freaking the fuck out because Pee Wee basically was on one and I guess like threatened to either spit on him or bleed on him or something like that. He goes, I'll give you AIDS. Yeah. And so they were like, God damn it. But the cops were just like telling bouncers in the area, they're like, hey, if he ever comes to your place, just kick him out. Yeah. Don't hit him, though. And they were like, well, I hit him if he fucks around. It's like, no, no, you don't understand. If you catch your fucking fist on no. his tooth or something, you're going to catch something. Yep. It's not just AIDS. He has, he has fucking everything. Yeah. 
for no those of one, you that don't live in this area, Pee Wee is a, uh, he's, a his, he's infamous. He's an infamous homeless person yeah. who isn't homeless, by the way. No. He has an apartment. Oh, I believe that totally. Hey, I, I guess like his parents pay for it, but like he's nuts. He he doesn't know. <laughs> he sometimes he doesn't know who or what he is or what he's doing. He doesn't know what's going on yeah. half the time. I've seen him, in and the, then the other half, the he's just kind naked. of violent and just yeah. like for no apparent reason, just violent towards everyone. He used to come to the comedy parlor, and and just come inside, look around for two seconds, and then grab the tip jar off of the. The oh yeah, and he'll run steal out. whatever. And then the next day he'd come back in. That'd be like a Friday night. Then he'd right. come back in Saturday night and be like, "Hey, you got anything I can do for five bucks?" <laughs> yeah, you can return my fucking jar. <laughs> <laughs> I would have remembered that. No, he. Uh, I, I'll never forget the story. He uh, was walking around downtown in these massive uh, boxer briefs. They're not even shorts. They're like three size too yeah, big yeah, boxer yeah. briefs, and then like. On the flip side, like a size too small wife beater. And he's walking around holding a 12-foot ladder, like dragging the back end behind him. So then he comes in to Arnie's. Uh, I got off work early that day. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go have a day drink. Let's go. So me and somebody that I work with were sitting there watching him. And we were like, what the fuck is Pee Wee doing with a goddamn ladder? Like, (laughs) what poor son of a bitch is stuck on a roof right now because Pee Wee saw a ladder and went, oh, that's mine now. And that's so, such a Tulsa Pee-wee story. <laughs> so he he takes the ladder across the street to the parking lot by Reds, right? He sees this guy getting out of a contractor truck, you know, with the, the beds He's removed. He's going to make a sale. He goes over there, and we see him negotiating, and I'm like, oh, I'm invested now. I got to see what happens. Let's see what he makes. He hands the guy, he hands Pee-wee something, right? Pee-wee brings the ladder back across the street, takes it to the parking lot, and the owner, Chris, walks in. Uh, from the parking lot after this has happened. And he just goes, why is Pee Wee sanding the side of a fucking ladder right now? And we all start dying laughing. The guy goes, I'll buy the ladder from you, but not when it's got a construction company's fucking name on the wow. side. He gave him sandpaper, and Pee Wee went to the parking lot and wow. sanded off this fucking construction company's name. We took it back to him. The guy bought it from him for like 20 bucks, maybe. But it's like a $150 ladder. This is a big fucking ladder. So he chucks it on top of his truck and then goes into the bar. Like, that's a sale. Like, that's wow. <laughs> and of course... Pee-wee. And of course, Pee Wee got twenty bucks, so he's just on cloud fucking nine, being yeah. like, "Oh, sweet!" Like, yeah, that'll go buy something. And then, speaking of uh, uh, infamous homeless in Tulsa, we lost old yeah. Stacy recently. We, yeah. what was he like? Six four. He was a uh, yeah, six four, six five. So he was really tall, but he was also really skinny. Yeah, because sometimes he could come off. I, I I never saw him strike anyone. No, but he, he could scare the living piss. If he out ever of you. got like that. Nine times out of ten, you would just see somebody that did know him and be like, Stacy! And he'd be like, I'm sorry. And yeah. he would just immediately back down. But, like, there was one night, dude, we were leaving, uh, <laughs> I think it was Rabbit Hole or somebody, somewhere that's got food. <laughs> we're leaving with our leftovers. And Stacy goes, hey, man, you know, Stacey, every day was Stacy's birthday. Yeah, so yeah. he'd be like, hey, man, it's my birthday. I'm like, what's up, Stace? How you doing? And he goes, man, you got some money I can have real quick? And I was just like, I got this, I got these leftovers. He goes, man, I don't want your leftovers. I'm trying to get a rock. And I was like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. You did not just say that. And I go, Stacy. And he goes, what? <laughs> Why waste your time? He was like, like, I swear to God, I think he said something along the lines of, you knew what this was. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have never in my life been like, okay, your honesty is a little jarring. <laughs> hey, can I ask you something? What? 
You're getting smoke? in your bag right now. Are you about to pull out a rock? Because no. No. All this <laughs> talk about smoking rock made me want to smoke some weed. Yeah, you can do that. Go for really? it. Good. We have an ashtray right here. Oh, brilliant. I haven't smoked in a while, so I'm good. You sure? Yeah. It's been weird. I feel like, too, it's just, it's, I don't know. I'm moving, I'm kind of moving away from it. It's bumming me out a little bit, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, man. Well, you I'm, grow from things. Yeah, I think it's cool, you know, that I think it's cool to, like, have, a, you know, just things that you like to do and oh, not yeah. necessarily, like, always be. Like, that's one thing mushrooms really helped me with was kind yeah. of getting over the idea that I'm addicted to anything. Right. Because I used to go to a bar to do comedy, and before I'd get to do any comedy, I'd have to have, like, three drinks before I could talk to anyone that I know. Well, yeah, like, after a while, you kind of realize that, oh, right, I'm using this right. uh, for my social anxiety, for yeah. my just anxiety. Yeah, for, for sure. And I, I feel like, too, like, you know what they don't tell you as you're coming up, and I think we should tell more 20-somethings or whatever, is like, hey, it's not just you. This sucks for all of us. None of us are having a good time. I promise. Like we're we're finding little pockets of things that give us joy, yeah. but for the most part, as a whole, none of us are doing good. Like none of us are killing it or anything like that. Don't let social media fool you. I think every kid could use a Bukowski in their life. You know? Absolutely. Someone who is falling apart constantly, but is humble in the process. So we so we've established first. You need the friend. That it's just like, I fucking hate you. Yeah, they're toxic. I hate you. But then you also need the guy that's just kind of like, he's he's the one that's kind of like, he'll tell you how it is. You know sure. what I mean? The guy that, if you're just kind of like, man, I'm having a rough day and it's really bumming me out. What's different than the other fucking days? Nothing. They're all shit. You just make the best of it. And you're kind of like, oh, thumbs up there, bud. <laughs> well, that was upsetting at first, but I kind of get where you're going from. <laughs> you know Eric Franzen? I do not. I don't think so. He owns Shuffles. That, uh, that board game place. I think maybe I've met the man, but that's about it. I think he was one of the owners or beginners of Sound Pony. Uh, that is a big fucking bullet pipe. Uh, yeah, this is this was uh, <laughs> carved for me by uh, a guy I used to work at a dispensary with. He opened up this uh, lunchbox and he was like, pick, pick a pipe. <laughs> and I was like, I don't really want to. And he said, pick a pipe. Oh, no. <laughs> said, All right. I'll take the one that's like a bullet so it's not on your hands anymore. Right. It sounds like you don't need a bullet. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, considering the time that we're at, you didn't pick Breaking Bad because... I'm passionate about it? Be, no, because if we put this episode out and say that you picked Breaking Bad, no one can pick it that's after hilarious. this. They're going to be pissed <laughs> well, let me just pick uh you know um the uh fantasy island you, know? you want to do fantasy yeah nah, no one's gonna pick island. that i love this decision because we're not gonna talk about the fucking show we're just not welcome to fantasy island <laughs> i'm carl montabon what fucking accent was that he's from i believe he's from rio de janeiro okay what he was that? from Rio. He he did those. Uh, he said the fine Corinthian leather. He he, he always, <laughs> and then he played Khan. He did Wrath play Khan. And then welcome but, to Fantasy Island. Fucking tattoo on Fantasy Island. He played boss. He played. <laughs> I'll never forget that '70s show. Fucking Kelso Hector saying something, something. Uh, along the lines of like, if I was a little person, I think he said midget though. If I was a midget on Fantasy Island. 
and you can wish for whatever you want. I would definitely wish to not be a midget anymore. <gasps> I was just kind of like, oh. I never thought of that. <laughs> That's brilliant. I was just kind of like, oh. That's got to be part of the story, I bet. Has to be. At least, well, at least you hope they thought yeah. thought some parts through. I'm always impressed. I I don't think I've seen it. a single episode of Fantasy yeah, Island. When I was a little bitty kid, it was the show that came on after I was told to go to bed. So that was the that show was your to rebellion to show. Oh, it'd be like, how long can I drag this out? I loved it whenever because uh, when I was uh, in high school, I remember telling my parents, "I don't like sports. I'm not really into sports. I'm into specific sports, not all of them." And my parents being like, you love football. I go, no, I loved that football games would go long and I would get to stay awake to watch that. Yeah. And then it would be like 10 a fucking clock or 1030, sometimes 11 o'clock. And I'd be like, man, that was a good game. Also, I stayed up like two hours past my motherfucking bedtime. It was awesome. <laughs> you played football too, right? Oh, yeah. It's the Midwest. Um, These flies are insane. Yeah, I think they're mating. Like while during, they're yeah, they're, yes, yeah. there were two. <laughs> there were only and two. And then now there were three. And now they're recruiting. They're like, guys, come here. I'm hey, gonna have to clean all this fuck. up. Yeah, they're just out here fucking. If we fuck, then you can. Jesus do Christ! Yeah, they're getting aggressive. They, I, assholes. Guys, I said no. <laughs> I'm not giving you my numbers. I love that I'm just kind of sitting here the whole time, kind of thinking like, where, where do I need to plug a hole or something? Because fucking hell, there's a leak coming through of flies. <laughs> well, Van Van was telling me that uh, those strips work. Yeah, the ones you hang from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. I I don't want to do those. They they give me flashbacks of really shady places I've been. Yeah, like the funny like movie Seven. Like the movie Seven. That's a good reference. Fuck. I don't need something in my house that makes me think of the movie Seven. Thank you very much. I don't need any high heels going in some dude's butt. Oof. Yeah, that's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, What's even, in the box? I, that movie was one of those ones that, like, you couldn't pinpoint what was giving you the skeezy feeling. You know what I mean? And then as you got older, it's like, oh, the way it was shot. Yeah. The David soundtrack. Fincher. Yeah. The fucking, all of that shit. Yeah. David Fincher, but, like the Zodiac Killer. Remember that? Yeah. Like, he Oof. knows he knows how to creep people out. He'll do it. Fight Club. He'll do it without flinching. Yeah. 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 He's but, like, it, but it, that was a movie, yeah, I remember as a kid just being like, I mean, I'm not really seeing anything wholeheartedly creepy yet like this is even just the beginning of the movie and i'm like i'm skeezed out by this fucking movie i stayed there and then and then kevin spacey's performance so good was one of the you know the way that the whole thing was kind of grayscale yeah and it was raining in every scene constantly it felt like the like the ring it did a little like bit right constantly like, just dreary. why is it when things are wet it's just, it makes it oddly creepier yeah and, yeah, yeah. I, but I like, know. yeah, I just, I don't know, man. But I'm to does. the point now, though, that like, it's it's kind of hard to freak me out with a movie now. I don't know, man. I just watched Mandy with Lacey last. I month. love that movie. It was incredible, but but <laughs> I mean, it was also fucked up. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then, like a month before that, I saw um, Mother! Exclamation point. Oh, how was that? Creepy, and then like a month before that, I saw Hereditary. <laughs> so you're just you're just killing the game once a month. Yeah, it seems like the most popular films nowadays yeah. are these ones that are like completely <laughs> triggering 
just trauma. devoid of any joy. Like uh, Midsummer. Midsummer was fucked. That you was know? so good. <laughs> but like, if you no, see but like, hereditary, if you look at that top row over there of those books, there's maybe. Did you two, write all of those? No, you know, God, no. Uh, there's maybe two, possibly three, that aren't horror books. And if you look at the whole of the bookcase, there's like there's a handful that aren't. They're mostly fantasy or whatever. But like. Like, most of the ones that are on the bookcase are horror books, because that's what I read. Yeah. I can, uh... I mean, that one... If I... I don't know what the draw is. To horror books? To horror, I just in general. I think it's a particular kind of mental illness. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I love horror movies. I love horror books. I'm a big fan. But like I yeah I even go so far as to like I, on my TikTok is a lot of suggestions of extreme horror I should read and things like that. Really? Extreme horror is above and beyond. Like there there would never be a movie that would go this far in these books. You know what I mean? Um, and I dig it just because it's kind of like you read it and you it's a weird satisfying thing where at the end of it you're kind of like not any not everyone could have read that. I read the shit out of it. Like, <laughs> just do that number, you know? Um, I think there's someone at the door. Oh, is there someone? Who? What's up? No. Okay. It's a ghost. <laughs> a fucking knocking ghost. How polite. <laughs> Boo? <laughs> Boo? Uh, question mark? Is that okay? May I rattle my chains in there? <laughs> No, I look at the... That's just... You know, it took me three times to get through The Shining. No shit. That's yeah. one of my favorite movies. I, I rewatch well, it... Well, it is mine, too, now. <laughs> I rewatch it probably at least every October, but... But I like the beauty in it. Yes, it's horrifying, but it's also I, shot like a painting. I just really enjoy the aspect of psychosis i don't know what it is i think it's kind of one of those if you haven't ever towed the line of psychosis you don't really understand like the, the i don't even understand what towed the line means i uh, do whenever you can feel your brain splitting a little bit and you're kind of like am i losing my fucking mind right now but you know that's a fun wait so you're saying there's times when you don't feel like that <laughs> you yeah, spoiled you... son of a bitch <laughs> No wonder you like to da dabble in the dark arts. Yeah. You're a tourist. <laughs> wow, this is nice. Click, and then I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to go back home and now. And I'm like, come back! <laughs> Mr. Norton, I'm a baby! <laughs> I do love that most of them... Uh, See, I, yeah, I just grew up in a... Uh, most of them what? I do love the, the, the creepiest thing in the world that you can do is to make it, you know, children or mothers that are haunting something. Yeah. Like those two things, yeah. everyone is on board that's with. Why that's creepy as fuck. Hereditary and mother exclamation point were both or they should I just let you know what that was about from both the beginning. Both of them though. center around the mother being the the source of contention. Right. Which I mean is true for a lot of people, so. Right, but that's not that has not been most cases the the villain has been a, a dude that well and i'm not saying mother was about a villain uh, right. being the woman but it definitely was the the source of contention like surrounded like childbearing and right. like w woman be being a woman 
And it was just, it was terrifying. <laughs> well, depending on who you talk to, a woman being a woman might it be the horror story yeah. all in of itself. Like, I get it. Turn it, on the fucking news, man. It's, <laughs> it's the ultimate, like, if you can, if you can drop a, a seed of fear in between someone's brain yeah. and their thought of their own mother, that's, that's like ground zero that's, for a that's pretty nuclear intense, yeah. bomb. <laughs> well, and there are plenty of, uh, Serial killers and whatnot that it's like it all started with their mother. Like Ed, everything does. Ed Gein, Sean Kemper, a lot of them. It was just kind of like like Sean Kemper basically in an interview was like, I've always wanted to kill my mother, like ever since I was a kid. And then when he got older and he finally decided he was going to do it, he practiced. Like him killing coeds was him practicing to kill his mother. And then when he did kill his mother, he beheaded it, uh, fucked her head. And that, like, it was, it was really fucked. But even weirder is that now that he's in prison, he's apparently like this chill dude. He just fucking like he's in, he got it out of his system. Yeah, he's done. Whereas Ed Gein probably would have kept going until <laughs> he died. But Ed Gein had a really unhealthy relationship with his mother too. It was a whole thing. Anyway, <laughs> well, it's it's nothing. It's it's nothing. I mean to you know like make light of because I know it's a serious thing for a lot of people, but um, eh. it's also it, it's uh, it, it's also um, stupid. <laughs> well, it's just like it's 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 good. It's a good place to go with your metal detector if you want to look for a, a place to dig up some fucked up shit. <laughs> it's like the relationship between. A person and their mom. Oh yeah, or their dad, or their yeah, dad. grandparents. Yeah. Even like all, I mean, any which way you slice it, that's going to be a rocky relationship. No matter who you talk to, whether they talk about it or not, is a whole other thing. Like you and I both have met those people that they're just like, oh yeah, my parents are the best. I'm like, mm, are they? Yeah. Or are you just not wanting to talk about that time at the Piggly Wiggly? You know. Mm. Yeah, I wonder. I always have a hard time anytime, anytime someone says that everything was just peachy keen. Right. I'm always kind of like, how? How? I don't understand. I don't under. I don't understand you as a person if that's true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's something either you're not. But then again, we're comics. Yeah, we're We're, cynics. We're just fucking awful people. (laughs) Anytime someone goes, "Hey, I want to get into comedy," but they're really upbeat and happy, I'm like, Mm. maybe pottery. Maybe we should get into pottery. <laughs> Maybe mime work. You can, yeah. Mime work so you'll shut up about your Maybe great fucking modeling. life. <laughs> God, get into exterminating so we can kill, kill these flies. I was hoping I could smoke them out. I, I mean... But now they're just hanging around my mouth. Now they're just kind of like, yo, blow that shit in my face. <laughs> is, 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 is that some uh, sour diesel? I like it. This is pretty good stuff. It's I do like that all TV. the flies apparently sound like Bill Cosby. This is great. <laughs> I just tried to buzz buzz. Uh, B. Cosby? <laughs> Fucking hell. All right. We are coming up on an hour. Do you want to go ahead and wrap this up? I know you've got a show you've got to get to tonight. Yeah, Lacey's at the Sound Pony. Right on. That's the Okiehomie. Oh, for sh- Thursday, yeah, yeah, the opening night. Yeah. I, di- I didn't, is it not a very long list, though? Like, I don't know. For Thursday? I don't remember them doing a lot for the first night of Blue Whale. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> but uh, you know what? It, it, so next time I'm on here, I'll pick a show. 
There you go. I'm gonna have, t- I'm, now that I know what the show is about. Yeah, I'm definitely going to tell the producer, like, hey, he picked Fantasy Island. <laughs> yeah, man. Because nobody's going to pick that fucking show. No one's going to be upset about us not talking about a yeah. fucking show. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they look it up and it's, you know, we we actually mentioned it twice. We'll, we'll fucking get the world's biggest Fantasy Island fan who actually just goes down listening to anything about you Fantasy Island. You guys know nothing. Yeah. I listened for a fucking hour <laughs> and i got nothing I'm, i will see you in court <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me on absolutely bud uh why don't you go ahead and plug uh any shows you have after blue whale do you okay. have any ones coming up after that uh well first roll up your drug bag go ahead it's yeah, fine i'm rolling <laughs> up my drug bag now um my kit um <laughs> Say what you will about heroin addicts, but man, that first time in Pulp Fiction when he unzips that bag and he's got all his his fixins in there, you're like, oh wow, this is, this requires a lot of a lot of hobbying. It's like hanging out with Nicolo Burkett. <laughs> the fucking Our the dabs the first time yeah. he fucking breaks all his shit out. You're like, did you just bring that into my car? Yeah. <laughs> is that a gym bag? <laughs> What are you bringing, an overnight bag? Is That's that what's a happening? 1965 shoe bag <laughs> from a track and field runner. <laughs> Oh, you brought your shaving kit. Cool. Yeah, that's what it was. Like a, a canvas shaving kit. Yeah, that's it. And then he'll just be like, whoa, you, want, you don't want to smoke? I'm like, I got a joint. No, I'll try it. And he's just... Next <laughs> thing I know, yeah, we were on our way to, I think it was Wichita, and we did a show in Wichita. Yeah. And I don't remember anything <laughs> about that show. I remember my eyes being fuzzy. <laughs> Hairy eyes, see, and I, red. I was another reason I kind of started to not smoke as much is the amount of people that would just kind of be like, "Oh, you want to smoke? All right, cool. We're gonna, you know, do dabs, or we're gonna smoke this entire blunt." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm not trying to see fucking Mars. I'm just trying not to be as anxious as I was ten minutes ago. That's all I'm trying to do." Yeah. And so, edibles it will fuck you up. I do not enjoy edibles yeah. because, especially if you like to drink, because they'll that that's a really easy way to go fuck sideways. up on me. Yeah, and then I'll be crossfaded as shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not about it. Like, yeah, I tell my son that I'm like, dude, look, if you're gonna drink uh, edibles. Are not for you. It's not good because you don't know what the you don't know what the concentration is going to be like. And nope. a lot of times, I've seen people have to sit down. Those fucking dosages are lies, dude. It does not matter what it says on that. Those yeah. are fucking bullshit. They're ideas. Yeah, they're like, oh, this one's five milligrams, and then I took it, and I was like, all right, cool. I can go to work. I can do whatever. I get to work, and I was like, I got to go to the bathroom, and I just sat on the toilet for a little bit, going, okay, you're fine. You're fine. Holy fucking shit. And yeah. I, I basically, I worked, luckily I worked in kitchens, and it wasn't anything new. I was like, dude, I fucked up. Uh, this said five milligrams, but I am flying right now. Like, I, I don't know if I can fucking, like, it was one of those ones where, like, you're looking at your hands and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, just, yeah. just that's all you need. And you're just looking at your hands going, whoa. So I had my buddy come pick me up. I was so fucking high. I had to have somebody come pick me up. So, yeah, don't I trust the dosages. <laughs> I took a gram of this mushroom called Enigma. Yeah. And it's just one gram. That's that's no big deal that's to me. A, I've yeah. gone to work on a gram before. <laughs> I And, I you know, that's when I was delivering flowers. Okay. So, and I was just driving around Tulsa, bouncing around on a gram. That was a normal thing for me. Right. But this time, I took a gram of Enigma... And all of a sudden, like 15 minutes later, like it usually it wow, takes like, super yeah, quick. usually it's between half an hour and 45 minutes before yeah. you feel it. 
But it was in 15 minutes from the time I took it that I started seeing neon stripes going across the sky, and the, the clouds started to look like Mario Brothers clouds. Like oh, all, Jesus. Like all 3D and, and just kind of almost, everything. Almost geometric. Like, yeah, oh, okay. everything started to kind of fractalize. And I was, about, I was about to perform at Heirloom. Nope. Yeah. That's, that's a no for me, dog. I won that night. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I just remember I couldn't, I was just like petting the, the back wall, that plant. <laughs> I was petting that plant, and I asked someone if I could wear their taco hat. <laughs> I don't remember much else, but I... I think my favorite is sometimes whenever you hear about stuff like that. Like, I would love if I heard that about this set from somebody else for the first time, you know, like... Man, Peter was so funny that night, and he was like, he was like stroking the wall, and he was wearing taco hat, and I, I would have been like, so did you ask him what he took before he got on stage, or no? Yeah. <laughs> it was Brett Jeffries. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was the Brett Jeffries riff show. Oh, the riff show. Yeah. I've done that one a few times, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. It is. I love heirloom shows. That's the perfect example of a room that when it first started, they didn't know how to be an audience. Right. They were like, are you talking? We're talking. You can't talk. They we were like, hold on a second. Yeah. But the funny part was, uh, apparently, <laughs> uh, I have a reputation now of being the guy that if you're talking during my set, I will fucking call you out from the stage and tell you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, you, you do it half a dozen times and everyone's mad at you. <laughs> I, had, I had to do it in Sperry, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to say shut the fuck up. So I just said to the guy, he was in the back, back of the room, and he right. was talking. He was the biggest guy in the room. And I said, hey, big guy, what's your name? <laughs> and he looks around. I'm like, yes, you. You're like two feet taller than everyone else in the room. Yes. And everyone's cracking up. Like, yeah, you. What's your name? And he goes, Richard. I'm like, okay, Richard. Uh, I've been doing this comedy thing for so long, and then I go into the joke right. where, where I say, you name a letter. Right. And it gives him a chance. I heard H. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he says G. And I go, I heard H. Boom. The room erupts. Right. And now he's on my side. <laughs> yeah. But like, there are some. Like, there are some that they've come out and like at bar shows and all yeah. that where you're just kind of like, dicks. you're going to be a fucking dick yeah. through this whole show. So essentially, what my job now is, is not to get them on my side. It is now to get everyone else on my side uh, against them. Yeah. Yeah. And it has worked like gangbusters at a few of my shows. Now, on the flip side, sometimes, you know, it's high risk, high reward for sure because it's like, Oh shit! I didn't know they were with that table. Fuck! Now they're all mad at me. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like at the same time, eh? Fuck them. I get yeah. them on the next show. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm not gonna stop. So it's just kind of like Plus, I if want. There's one thing comedians are forgiven for. It's uh, not holding to social faux pas. Or yeah, social... like I mean, they know. Like saying what they want. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, like I I've definitely been the guy that I've had like a bachelorette party. In the fucking audience, which is just the worst nightmare of every comedian I've ever met. If you're in a fucking bachelorette party, go to a fucking strip club or something. Don't go to the goddamn comedy show. But that's where they want to go. They want to get every fucking out. time. They're just like, let's make it about us. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have any whore jokes. You need to leave now. Like that's, <laughs> I said that, and they just kind of got like visibly violently angry, like to the point that it took like two bouncers to be like no no you can't rush the fucking stage and go hit him like fucking you gotta go 
And so they left, and I was just kind of like looking down. I was like, okay, the bachelor party's not here too, right? Like that that would be a whole different vibe for sure. I would totally try to win them over, just because I know how much money they have to spend. Oh, if they're yeah, if they're there, then yeah. I, in, in my older age, I'm getting like whorish. <laughs> When it comes to marketing, I'm getting whorish when it comes to anything. Yeah, like, like, if they're I, like, I drag my merchandise to fucking shows in <laughs> Wichita. My Oki shirts, I take to Kansas. I still sell three of them because I Fuck push yeah. them when I'm on stage. Hell yeah! No, I, I mean every time, money. every time you work Looney Band or any of those comedy clubs, every one of those touring guys will bring merch with them because yeah. they're just kind of like. Look, man, that's you guys buy money. yeah, you guys buy shirts, and I can do stuff like yep, that. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you have coming up? Okay, I'm doing. Uh, I, I remember now what we were doing. <laughs> Saturday night, five thirty. I'm opening for KC Sharmina. Right. Uh, then um, the uh, I'm doing a show with um, Demario Oats on. I believe he goes by Royal Oats now. Royal Oats. Yeah. I'm doing a show with Royal Oats. Uh, I'd like to see the papers <laughs> before I start calling him royal. I, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's I'm going to be the first to tell you that I'm pretty sure he would be the first person to laugh at that fucking joke. I love, I love DeMario. <laughs> I love him. We were, I we love were, him for not killing me. That dude. Because he could so he many could, times. He could squeeze your head yeah. and just burst it. Yeah. He's one of the biggest motherfuckers I've ever done comedy with. Yeah. We were doing a roast battle with him one time. We were walking towards the venue. It's, it's <laughs> pitch black in the parking lot. And I just smell weed smoke, and I hear, y'all trying to do a roast battle? Yeah. And I turn, it's fucking DeMario in an SUV just getting with lit butter? before he... Yeah, with butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Royal oats with butter. <laughs> that sounds like a delicious dish. This is, this is a delicious, delicious... I would like to try Royal oats with butter. <laughs> this menu item will sell out, I guarantee it. They carry it at NOLA. Because, yeah. <laughs> you can get the Royal Oats with butter. <laughs> okay, so so show with Royal Oats. Uh, Royal Oats coming up. And then um, I'm doing a go show at Broken Arrow with okay. Nicole Miller. Because she's starting to book out there. I oh, read, I didn't know that. That place has turned into a real... I haven't done a show there yet. I might oh, have my to... God. Well, you're going to. Yeah, I might have to message her and be like, hey. Yeah, I don't even know. It's like it, it depends on which show it is as who's promoting it. Because the last show I did, she wasn't promoting it. was for... Weird. Uh, it was... Uh, and before that was a different person. It's been... One time it was Michael Patton. W- well, one okay. time it was... That's not weird or anything. Yeah, one time it was... <laughs> that was the first one. That For those of you out there that are like, why is that weird? Normally, if there's a room that you're trying to get on, they have a promoter for that right. room. And you just got to get in contact with them, kind of be like, yeah. hey, I don't suck. Uh, and things like that. But, but this place is... But having like different show, different promoters, yep. that's weird. Yep. Anyway. Let's see. It was... Uh, yeah, it was is, there more, is there more flies? But yeah, we're probably in a horror movie right, right now. We should we should close it. We should. <laughs> I got to get to Sound Pony. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for no having problem me on. at all. And uh, if you want to email the go to uh, Peter Bedgood uh, yeah. at Facebook or P Bedgood on Instagram. Hell yeah. Uh, or Peter Bedgood at TikTok. I always promote my shows on that bullshit. Fuck yeah. You know. Fuck yeah. Well, you have to. You have to. And yeah. I draw my cartoons, my human beings. I'll be drawing human beings at Kane's. Tomorrow night and Saturday night. Okay, hell yeah, yeah. And I, 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 hey, do me. I need you to do me a favor and do huh. your and do your Santa bit on on Saturday. I need you to do your Santa Claus bit on Saturday. 
Okay. It's, it's still one of my favorites. All right. Okay. Believing in Santa? Yeah. yeah. Cool. But, yeah, and you can email the podcast at bingepodcast918 at gmail.com. And, uh, well, you know, this is this has been a weird one. I won't lie to you, Peter. I, right. But you know what? I expected nothing less. <laughs> well, it's been fun. I'd yeah. love to be back. Well, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll get you I'll back. I'll try to watch some TV. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Bye. Yeah. <laughs>